Hello, this is Larry Dobrow, MM&M's senior editor, and this week at least in Austin, I am its chief barbecued meats correspondent. Um, we're coming to you from the W2O headquarters in Austin, which has uh, graciously lent us some space to talk with Bill Rancic. Uh, Bill, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Right? Um, you've been an entrepreneur, you've been an author, you have been a reality show winner, you mm -hmm. have done many things. Yeah. Um, most people we speak with have one very easy title line, <laughs> so uh, yeah. give, us, give us your current state of the Union. What's, uh, what's oh well, I mean, I'm, I'm still an entrepreneur. Uh, I'm in the restaurant business. Um, I'm in the real estate business. So I, I mean, it kind of spans wide and far. And I do a lot of public speaking as well. Mm -hmm. um, and, and really, I'm a big advocate of small business um, because I've been a small business owner my whole life. Started when I was uh, essentially in college. My first real small business. It was washing and waxing boats in a, in a town called New Buffalo, Michigan. Uh, just outside of Chicago, where all the rich Chicago people would go, and, and <laughs> I would go there for the whole summer and wash and wax their boats, and wow. it helped me get my way through college. So, um, and then when I got out of college, I, I took a job briefly, and I realized that you know I, I was meant to be an entrepreneur, and then I started businesses. Um, tell us how you got involved with Estellas. Um, you know, certainly, there's a personal story behind it yeah. as well, but I'd love to hear it from you. Well, for me, um, as with probably everybody who's listening, they've had uh, some experience with cancer, either themselves or with a loved one or somebody they know. Mm -hmm. and, and my first real uh, experience with cancer was in 1999 when my father had kidney cancer. Mm -hmm. And my father was the oldest at the time. He was uh, being in a he was admitted to a clinical trial at the NIH, mm -hmm. and he was the oldest recipient of a stem cell transplant uh, at the time. And I got, uh, he didn't make it, you know, obviously it was, the, the technologies and, and treatments have advanced significantly over the past 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, but I never lost touch with the NIH and I love what they're doing. So I've been funding um, a, a, a fellow to do research in the lab with, in conjunction with the O'Neill Foundation. We have the Rancic Foundation and the O'Neill Foundation. And uh, we fund this fellow every year to do research uh, to help find a cure for kidney cancer. Um, and then my wife, uh, fast forward 15 years, was diagnosed with breast cancer um, and I became a caregiver to her. Uh, so cancer has you know, affected me, my wife, my entire family. Um, and about a year ago, I was um, speaking with the folks at Estellas, and I loved what they were doing. Um, they were trying to basically find entrepreneurs who were coming up with ways to make cancer care more enjoyable or more palatable, I should say. It's yeah. never enjoyable, but non-treatment options. And uh, for me, it was great because I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a big believer in small business, and we searched the world and found entrepreneurs literally all over the world um, who were coming up with these innovative ideas. And you know maybe they were small, maybe they were medium-sized, but uh, we wanted to help them and provide them capital, provide them with additional resources, maybe that you know weren't just throwing money at them, but with services or, or mentoring or whatever that they needed uh, to succeed. Um, I believe you've done a lot of the judging already for the competition. For last else. year's. Yes, for yeah. last year's. I'm we're going to launch this year's, uh, I believe, uh, in early May. Mm -hmm. um, and again, we're going to search the world, and, and hopefully it's going to be bigger uh, mm -hmm. than it was last year. And, and we really uh, we want to give them, obviously, funding. We want to give them exposure. We want to you know, help them in any way we possibly can to succeed. And, and there's no equity stake. So this is mm -hmm. done, which I love. Yeah. Um, you know. We're there to help them, and, and there's no vested. And you know, we want to see them succeed and, and do well. And, and there's no um, there's no equity stake in it. What was what were some of your takeaways from the first judging competition? What were some of the ideas that, particularly in the context of your own experience, yeah. that struck you as like this is smart. This is something that we need more of. 
You know, going back to when my wife um, was going through breast cancer, and even with my father going through kidney cancer, for us, uh, one of the most difficult things was waiting, right? Waiting for the results, waiting for the, the biopsies to come in. They seemed like it took forever, mm -hmm. and the anxiety and the stress that it caused. Well, ironically enough, one of the finalists last year, he came up with this uh, technology where he could read the tissue within an hour. And essentially where he's going is you're going to be able to do it with the iPhone, with this infrared light. I mean, way above my pay grade. I'm not a scientist, you know. Um, but I thought, wow, like that would have really made a difference when we were going through the treatment and, and the, soul, the whole journey because we would have gotten the results essentially instantly. And you wouldn't have... You know, your mind wouldn't have been racing in the stress and the anxiety. That Sleep because nights, so everything that yeah, comes like, with it. Yeah, oh, this, this is a guy, I mean, he's, he's got a startup, uh, scientist. He was a medical doctor as well, and, and he, you know, he could change the world mm -hmm. with that. I mean, literally. Um, doing this last year, were there any things that kind of took you aback, that surprised you, that uh, in a way almost delighted you about some of the advances that are coming, especially yeah. the speed uh, with which they're coming? You know, it's, it's interestingly enough, um, you know, we had a lot of, people who submitted from uh, underdeveloped countries. Mm -hmm. And the winner, believe it or not, uh, had a great idea. Yeah. And the funding we gave her was gonna run her program for two years. Mm -hmm. And I thought, this is, gonna, this is gonna save lives because she was creating, using the local celebrities mm -hmm. um, in her country and uh, coming up with these video stories to educate women about breast cancer and that you're not gonna be dead, that you can be if you catch it early. And it was amazing that we were gonna be able to help her launch this and keep it sustained for two years. And the amount of women who will go in and get tested or checked early, and it's all about early detection with breast cancer. Um, I think you have a 98% survival rate, and don't quote me on that, if you catch it early. Um, so I thought you know, the fact that this grant that we gave her uh, is gonna help her for two years and, and who knows how many people she'll save as a result of that. Um, for this year's Estella's competition, what are some of the things that you can take away and kind of apply from uh, from last year? So are there any things that you want to see more of? Are there any kind of you know organizations that maybe were a little bit underrepresented in the people I'm competing within? I think you know what what surprised me the most is the last uh, two winners uh, thought they had no shot at winning because <laughs> they were too small. You know, so I think there's no bad idea. There's no no company that's too small. Um, you know, we want great ideas. We want great solutions to great problems, you know, and it, and it doesn't matter if it's, uh, you know, coming up with the way to get the biopsies quicker, if it's doing these educational videos to help women, you know, come in and, and get checked and, and, and prevent, you know, the breast cancer spreading, whatever the case may be, there's no bad idea. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, don't be afraid if you're a two person or, or you're doing it in your garage, it doesn't matter. Um, we want to help you. And that's what this is all about because there's great ideas out there. They just need to be heard. Um, working with Estellas, you know, working with um, you know, a big company that's obviously global and mm -hmm. does you know, so many things. Um, how is that? I mean, you're, you're an entrepreneur. You know, yep. you were, before we started going, we were yeah. talking a little bit about your early experience. But um, how is that different from your own experience as an entrepreneur? You know, you're working with a big company. You know, there are obviously you know, different rules you have to follow yeah. if you're associated with pharma. Yeah. Um, tell me about your experience. It's been great. You know, I think it's a great example of how big business can work with small business. Um, you know, if you look at most of the big businesses out there, they started out as a small business. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're, we're helping spark that innovation. We're helping fuel, you know, the next great company potentially in America. So I think, you know, small business and big business can work hand in hand. And I think they can be great partners. And, and you know, that's, I think, what makes this program great is that 
you know, they're providing the small business with a lot of the resources that they need. You know, um, Astellas has learned a lot. They've got amazing uh, drugs that they've created and an amazing team of people. Um, and they want to share that with, with these small businesses. So I think it can work hand in hand. And I, and I think it's a great, uh, they're being great corporate citizens because they're out here trying to help a little guy, you know, which I think is important. Um, the air conditioning just yeah, kicked just in for anybody who's in. listening, so okay. I apologize for the uh, We're not sudden rise and yes. the seven forty seven thing. The sudden rise yeah. and ambient sound. You know, yeah. our digital editor is going to be like, you know, it's going to start twitching. <laughs> um, in in a in a in a larger picture sense, you know, as somebody who has you know dealt with cancer, mm-hmm. you know, as we all have, yeah. um, what can the industry do to make lives better for patients? What can it do to make lives better for caregivers? What are some of the support services or anything else? that you think would be very useful given your own, your own experience? Well, well, for one, getting the results back quicker. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a big thing for us. I think we were, um, you know, we were stressed. Uh, you know, I think as a caregiver, my role was to wear a lot of different hats. And I always joke, you know, uh, I was a male nurse. I was a short order cook. You know, my wife was calling me Greg Falker, you know, <laughs> from the Meet the Parents. But I think as a caregiver, your, your most important role is to help the patient make decisions based on knowledge rather than decisions based on emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'd like to see is a way to educate the caregiver a little bit more, because oftentimes the caregiver gets overlooked mm-hmm. and have uh, resources for the caregiver to guide the patient and in, in making those decisions, uh, again, based on knowledge rather than based on emotion, because it's an emotional time. Mm-hmm. And that was what I tried to do with my wife, Juliana. Um, you know, we made educated decisions. We, we talked to a lot of different people. And we made sure that those decisions were sound, solid decisions, not knee-jerk gut reactions because we were emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, was it a little more challenging, you know, the fact that, you know, your wife's a celebrity, you're a celebrity. Was it a little more challenging dealing with this? I mean, the strain of doing this under any circumstances, yeah. obviously horrendous. You was know, it? it's funny that you asked that because we were, at the time, we were doing a, a reality show called The Julianne and Bill Show. We yeah. did eight seasons of it on mm-hmm. E! And we both made the conscious decision to use our power for good and not evil. And we documented our journey with breast cancer. Yeah. And we were a little reluctant, but I'll tell you what, I'm so glad I did because there isn't a day that goes by where I won't get stopped and someone will say, thank you. My wife went in and got a mammogram because she watched your show. Or, you know, my family now knows what I'm going through because they watched the show. So, I mean, we thought this little reality show we were doing, who would have thought we could have used it to have an mm-hmm. impact? Um, and my wife was brave. She said, I, I want to I help other women. I want to use this negative and turn it into a positive mm-hmm. um, and you know I'm so glad she was brave enough to do it because I think it touched a lot of a lot of lives mm-hmm. um, what's next for your relationship with Estellas um, the the work that you've done with the company um, is this something you know would, would you do more within health you know whether as an entrepreneur or whether as a partner of a company mm-hmm. like Estellas well I want to make the, this next uh, c3 prize bigger and better than it's ever been mm-hmm. I mean that is my goal and, and I so what I saw last year really uh, had an impact on me because I saw these people from literally all over the world with very limited resources. Mm-hmm. And you know, they were coming up with these brilliant ideas. And I thought, man, like if, if this woman could come up, you know, I don't want to give one example, but there were so many examples. Um, I thought this thing has just scratched the surface, what we can do with this. And I think every year it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think we're going to be able to provide more and more resources every year. So I'm excited to get this thing launched and start seeing the submissions. And I, and I hope we get hundreds of thousands of, of entrepreneurs submit. That's my goal. 
All right, you've been uh, you flew in today. You're flying out, flying out tonight. Yeah. You have to speak for I don't know an hour, hour and a half coming up right uh-huh. after this. So we're gonna let you go here. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. Thank you. And um, please go to the uh, uh, C3 Prize uh, website mm-hmm. and submit. We want as you know as many entrepreneurs from anywhere in the world to submit. And uh, you'd be surprised. You may win. I'm glad you gave that information yeah. because I would have bungled it one way or another. <laughs> Bill, thank you so much for your time. Um, I'd like to thank Katie. I'd like to thank um, Aaron at W2O, who have been so incredibly gracious and about... And I'm going to give the correct website. Oh, correct website. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, C3prize.com. And it's the letter C, the number three, prize.com. All right. Terrific. Bill, thanks so much for your time here today. Thank you very much. All right. Appreciate this is Larry Dobrow from the MM&M webcast. Take care.